start this off right by letting you know that we are doing a giveaway. That's right. Here's the deal. Leave a five-star review with a little comment and don't be one of those annoying people who's like, just leaving a comment so I can enter the giveaway. Be a team player, okay? Be a team player. But basically, I'm going to pick at random one of the people who leaves a five-star review on the pod And I will be giving you a very nice piece of luggage. It's expansive. It's very nice. It's from a good brand. It's not that Amazon shit. It's a Lowen Sons piece of luggage. And I will be giving that away to one of the lucky winners. So please leave a five-star review. And maybe you'll be a lucky winner. Now let's get to the episode today. We are doing a little mini episode. We are doing a Q&A travel edition. I got some of your questions on Instagram. If you're not following me, it's at Globethoughting, but the O's are zeros. Or you can follow me on my main account, which is Chelsea Frank. Or you can follow me on TikTok. Um, okay, let's get into it. My first question, somebody asked me, best destinations for swingers. Um, would love to point you in the direction of my second episode that should answer all your questions um I went to a nude sex resort in Jamaica lots of swingers there um no one's gonna make you feel weird about it next question best advice on cheap airline tickets and when to buy okay here's the thing about how to, how to beat the cyst I think Tuesday is a good day to travel Cheap, cheap tickets on a Tuesday. Um, you should all download this app. It's called Secret Flying. You're welcome. Put in where you're coming from, and you and it can either go to anywhere in the world or where you actually want to go. And you put in the months that you're looking, and it'll show you like all these places you can go, all like the cheapest. And it's like sometimes they put error fares. It's crazy. Like, I'll give you an example, okay? So I'm going to put from Los Angeles, that's where I'm at, to anywhere, okay? I'll say anywhere. Where can I go? All months? Let's say I want to go in, like, mm, let's say I want to go in, like, sexy February 2023. Let's just say. Let's say I want to go on, like, a Valentine's Day trip, okay? So I'm on this app. It's called Secret Flying. And it's just giving me a list, Los Angeles to La Paz, Mexico for 244 round trip. Los Angeles to Dublin, Ireland for 440. Nonstop. LA to Miami, $178. Um, Bucharest, Romania, 466 round trip. Milan, Italy, 485. Um, we've got options. So that's just an example. Like they find you all these cheap things and they have like, 
you know, it's usually for like a one week span, different months. It's pretty cool. Check that out. That's a little unique tip. But I got to say, Google Flights really is the best in terms of like the scanning options. Some people like to use Mamondo, Expedia, you know, Kayak. But just remember that if you have, with all the COVID craziness right now, if you have changes to your schedule, it's kind of a pain in the ass to go a third party route because basically the airline sells the tickets to these companies, these third party sellers. And then when you buy it, the money is going to the third party, it, the, the airline really has nothing to do with it anymore. They get to be like, not our problem, We it's not through us. You went through this like random, you know, random site. And so they really can't do anything to help you. And then you've got to talk to some random person and like we, who knows where they are from this random site. And like, it's just a little sketchier. It's kind of a pain in the ass. And so I feel like go with Google Flights. They'll find you the cheapest one. Another thing, oh, by the way, with Google Flights, here's something I, I thought people knew this, but I guess they don't. So I'm going to Google Flights, right? Just type in Google Flights in your Google search engine. Put your first, make sure it's round trip, put your first, uh, where you're going from, and then where it says where to, leave blank. Pick a, you know, time, let's go, we just did February, so maybe we'll do, honey, maybe we'll do March, okay? We're gonna do March, I'm gonna say March 15th to the 22nd, cool. Now, it doesn't matter that I put that because guess what happens? It just, it just goes Los Angeles to where to, who knows? One, and then below it you'll see one week trip in the next six months. And then it'll just show you a map and a list of all these places and how much it costs. Like I'm seeing, you know, I can go to I can go to Miami, $132 round trip. Chicago, $138. Now let's get out of the US. Montreal, $350. Love that. So you'll just get like a full oh, ooh, Tenerife. Okay, six hundred bucks. Okay. Like you're just getting a lot of good options and Google Flights is just like scouring the whole internet. I mean, it's Google, you know, it's it's big internet. So um, they really know. Look, Tokyo 547, a steal in this economy. Oh my goodness. Okay. What happened to inflation? Don't know her. So basically like that's a cool trick. So that's my two tips for you. Google Flights and Secret Flying app. Next question. You've asked all your other guests what their worst shitting story is. We have yet to hear yours. That is true. Um, what is your worst diarrhea story while traveling? Oh, so glad you asked. So I lived in India for a while and I had a, like a volunteer slash internship situation going on there. And after it was over, I had been like staying with this Norwegian guy and we decided to go travel all around India after our work was finished. And so we fly down to Kerala, which is like down south, 
the men wear skirts. And it's really cute. Okay, so it was like Kerala to Delhi, Delhi to like Amsterdam, Amsterdam to my final destination, which happened to be Denmark, where I was going to see this guy that I was seeing. And then he ended up kicking me out of his house and throwing my suitcase onto oncoming traffic with my passport inside of it. My clothes were everywhere. And it was a nightmare. Anyway, different story. Um, so... We're, I'm like, I'm like, I'm so sick. I have the, like a crazy fever. I'm, I, nothing will stay inside my tiny little body. I'm, I, I'm, we're getting to the, we're getting to the airport and I know it's like I ate something because I literally had food poisoning, I think like four times a week while I lived there. So it's not contagious. No one come, come, you know, fight me about, um, you know, getting on an airplane sick. It wasn't contagious. I was just like, I ate a maggot or something. So basically I, um, get on this flight and they, and when I get to the airport, they like, won't let me inside, um, on the plane. Cause they're like, you're a liability. You're about to fucking pass away. So they made me get a doctor's note. I like rushed to get a doctor's note. They're like, we literally couldn't care less if you live or die. So here's a note. So I get on this plane and I'm, I have to go to the bathroom like every three seconds because I'm literally shitting my life out. And I uh, asked the lady if we can, if I can go to the bathroom before we take off. And she's like, absolutely not. And I was like, I don't think you understand. My insides are melting. I'm peeing out my butt as we speak. Like you have to let me go to the bathroom. And she's like, can't do it. So sorry. So I'm sitting there and I'm panicking and I'm sweating and, and this like Norwegian guy's laughing at me and I'm like, I don't need your chuckles right now. I'm going through a crisis. So I'm sitting there and I'm like squeezing my asshole as f tight as I can. And I'm just like, it's just, it's going to happen. And I just completely shit my pants. <sighs> but I'm wearing like these loose pants. So it's not like catching. It's just like running down my leg. And I, it starts to stink. And it's like, this is my actual hell. And this guy in front of me turns around and he just looks at me. And he's like old and scary. And he looks at me and I'm like, maybe he's going to be like, are you okay? No, of course not. He looks at me and he goes, you will never get married. And I was like, I know. So I sat in my own shit for the next freaking, oh, then we had to like land in some random place in India because there was like plane issues. So then I was like, perfect. On the one day I shit my pants. Now we have plane problems. So we were sitting on the runway. We like in this random airport for a, the longest time. It felt like an eternity before we could finally go, go to Delhi. And so then we like finally get to, to Delhi and I'm still at this airport, but I checked a bag. So I had to buy these pants in this airport. They were too big on me. I looked crazy. It was just, it was not cute. Um, and that's the story of my shitting the pants. So you're welcome, guys. Do you have any long flight traditions? What are they? Yeah, take an edible. Um, LAX to SYD coming up. What are your trips for pooping politely on planes? Um, I love that I'm like the go-to poop master. This is quite a niche I've carved out for myself. If you have like a travel-sized bathroom spray, I think that's nice. You can get one of those um, poo-pourri before you go toilet sprays. 
I think they are small enough to, yeah, they're two ounces. You can just take them on a plane with you and you can spray after and that's nice. I think that's cute. That's a sweet little thing to do. Talk about a time before easy international Wi-Fi when a travel plan got completely fucked. Okay, well, this wasn't before international Wi-Fi, but I did just experience um, a situation where my travel plans got fucked. We're going to do another episode on this, but long story short, I got COVID while traveling and spent thousands and thousands of dollars on like new flights, spent like the whole time that I was supposed to be in Greece with my best friend partying up in a hotel crying there was like a cockroach infestation that I didn't know about that I saw in the middle of the night while I was like shivering and dying and just scream crying voice memos to my boyfriend it was not cute and it just fucked up everything because you know you don't want to travel with COVID and then you're stuck in a foreign country and then you're just like waiting it out but you're like I can't do anything I can't go anywhere I'm going to wait on that, though, because I feel like, you know, you guys are going to get the full experience when I bring my boyfriend on the pod to talk about our COVID nightmare story. That'll be another episode coming up. So I'll leave it for that. But basically, it was a nightmare. Don't recommend getting COVID abroad. What was your most glamorous press trip? Ooh, I like that question. Definitely my most glamorous was going to... Tahiti. It was a United Airlines trip. They had like, you know, that United Airlines money. So it was a fat stack of budget. And we got to go with like the CEO and his family. They were really scary. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and like all these people, it was really, really fun. Um, and we had like over the water bungalows, we had private chef, we had like, it was just like absolutely stunning and also just like going to Tahiti or French Polynesia is so expensive I probably never I could never afford it on my own um unless it was like a honeymoon or something so it was just very cool to be able to go I got fingered by a Ukrainian which was pretty sick so that was nice what are your top three destinations that you haven't been to yet um okay well if you listen to my last episode you know I'm dying to go to Siberia oh my god all I want to do is hug a husky and like do some dog sledding if it's humane I don't actually know if it's if it is or not but like I think dogs like to have jobs um and I want one of those like cool selfies where my eyelashes are white from being frozen sick um I want to go to the Philippines and I also really want to go to that place Giraffe Manor in Kenya I die it's that place where like the giraffes stick their heads into the windows and like drink your tea with you so cute um those are my top three deaths of the day what's a good repeat trip like out of all the places you've been to where would you go back Costa Rica Costa Rica is like, I would go there every single month if I could. It's so gorgeous and magical and incredible. If you love animals, if you love nature, if you love doing mushrooms, oh my God, it's incredible. Um, love it there. Another question. Do you have any tips for staying healthy while traveling? I feel like I always come back from my trips feeling disgusting. That's a great question. I've written a bunch of articles on this. You can search my name and, uh, you know, staying healthy while you travel and see some stuff. But I'll give you the highlights. Um, definitely, there are actual, like, health 
retreats that you can go on. I love, they are more expensive, but if you can afford it, they're absolutely amazing. You come back feeling absolutely amazing. It's like bougie adult fat camp. And there's a few places that I would recommend most. I loved um, this fitness health retreat in the Dolomites. Pridelhof Luxury Dolce Vita Resort. That's one. And there's also another one called Hotel Quell Nature Spa Resort. Okay, let me tell you about these two places. Pridelhof has like a 16-story spa tower. It's won a million freaking European awards for like best spa ever. This spa is insane. First of all, the snack situation, off the charts. Off the charts. They always got good snacks in there. And I appreciate that because I feel like spas are really like not doing the snack situation up to par. And it's like, what if I get hungry while I just sweat out all my toxins? I need to replenish my toxins. Um, they have this like infrared light therapy saunas. I got my chakras lasered. They also have like Nordic walking, which is just walking with weapons. They also have this one room that uses flashing light patterns and vibey music to like chill your brain out. It like taps into some frequency that only like some part of your brain can pick up on or something. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I believe them. Um, that was really cool. There's a vitamin lounge. There's like a salt sauna where you like just become less of a disgusting monster. There's a little like room with a bunch of beds and you can just nap and everyone's in there all cozy sleeping and you can just go in there and sleep next to a stranger and not be afraid you're going to get molested. It's amazing. Um, there's also the, the roof has a saltwater pool and then it's all nude up there. So you just get to see a bunch of dick and balls. Um, there's an olive sauna that smells like olives. I don't know. It was really cool. And they also have just all these cool activities. Like you can go on these bike tours. I mean, this is the Dolomites, honey. This is like the Alps, you know, and it's beautiful. And like, they can just like hook up, hook you up with these bike rides to the Alps. I did that. It was amazing. And you just see all these cute little towns and walled cities. So I'm a big fan of the fitness resort. I think, you know, I'm a big fan, but they are really expensive. So it's like, I just think it's like, okay, would you rather go on two trips a year or like save up and go on one epic trip where you come back feeling lighter, refreshed, gorgeous, your skin is glowing, you got a nice tan on your cooch because everything's naked. Um, it's really amazing. And then we went to this place, place called Hotel Quell, which is like another place that's like it. Um, a little bit more private. I really liked it. What makes this place cool is they have a snow sauna um, where you can go and it's like ice cold and all like snowy and white. And you can just go in between the hot saunas and the cold saunas. It was just beautiful. And you just feel so rejuved, you know? You just love it's. I love to rejuve. If you do go to any one of those places, I highly recommend you go to this place called Lago de Braze. Braze? Braze? Lago de Braze? Lago de B-R-A-I-E-S. It's stunning. It's like this beautiful lake. You can take a little robo out there and feel like you're in the notebook. Really cute. Go on hikes. It's lovely. So I think, and then there's also a place called Rancho La Puerta in Mexico. Um, you can drive there from LA or San Diego. It's right over the border. 
absolutely incredible. They have all of the fitness activities. Like this place really feels like a bougie fat camp because it's they have like these early morning hikes where you can you can do one hike where you go to their farm and you can like it's like a couple miles away and they grow all their own vegetables and fruit and stuff and you can see their farm and have breakfast there. It's so quaint. And um, they have, so they have other hikes. They also have like a running club. Then they have like personal training. They have sound bath. But let me just talk about sound baths for a second, okay? The thing with sound bath is like you need to be spaced out because you don't want to be in a sound bath like listening to this like, you know, these sounds and you're like trying to calm down and forgive your dad or whatever. And like this guy is next to you snoring. Like, how am I supposed to forgive anyone? How am I supposed to heal with you snoring in my ear? Whatever. Anyway, um, yes, Rangelo Parch is amazing. So that, those are three places I highly recommend if you're into, like, fitness resorts. But if you're just going on, like, a regular vacation and you want some tips to stay healthy, um, definitely, I mean, health means a lot of different things. Do you mean, like, not getting sick? Do you mean, like, not gaining weight, not you know, feeling, you know, not becoming an alcoholic. Like there's a few different ways you can be healthy, but I think definitely a few key takeaways. Um, I think you should have like a little health kit you bring with you that has like echinacea and counterattack and like, you know, airborne or whatever kind of like vitamin C stuff that you can take every day of your trip that'll safeguard against getting sick, getting colds or whatever. Cause that's a bummer on your trip um have hand sanitizer have something for a yeast infection something for a uti you know something if you get a rash something if you get like a really bad sunburn make sure you have aloe like have a little first aid kit that you bring with you that kind of like over prepares for any medical situation you might get yourself into um but definitely take your supplements because they do really help um Another thing is, like, I think when people travel, they have this idea that I've got to, like, eat everything, try everything, and gorge because I'm in a new place and I, like, might not get a chance to eat this stuff again or whatever. And I totally get that. And I think that's a good, you know, it's important to try things. You can try stuff and not finish every single thing. Like, this is something I had to learn when I was on these press trips because it's like, it's so tempting to eat everything and drink everything and all the alcohol and everything because it's all free. And I fe I would feel guilty if I didn't because I'm like, this is such a cool experience. Like I need to ha experience everything 100%. And like, it just, I would come home feeling disgusting. I would get sick more often because I just wasn't taking care of my body. And it was just like not cool. So I learned from that to like try everything, take a bite or two of everything take a few sips of a, of a cocktail, but I don't need to finish everything. And even something you, fun you can do is like, you can do um, like a tapas of different restaurants. If there's like a bunch of different restaurants you want to try, but you don't want to have like a 17 course meal for every meal. Cause it's also expensive. You can do like appetizer hopping where you try like an appetizer from this one restaurant, an appetizer from this one restaurant. And you can like, especially if they're all kind of clustered together in the, in, a, in the same area, you can just like pop in for this and pop in for that and try the, try the most famous dish from this place and most, and just like split it with someone or a few people. And so you're trying everything, but you don't have to like 100% consume all the stuff. That's something that I think has really helped. And also like if somebody hands you a cocktail and you're like, that's exciting, free drinks take a couple sips, but remember there will always be an opportunity to get more. And, um, 
I think like choosing one meal a day to sort of splurge on and the rest like take it easy and I think like if you're staying at an Airbnb 100% go to the grocery store get the same kind of foods you would eat at home and cook as much as you can because like that's still fun like going to a market when you're, if you're in Italy going to a market is a cultural experience going to the grocery store is cool like you get to see what products they use and like the everyday life of someone living here what it would be like and it's really fun like you get to see like what's what's the go-to cereal here what's you know even just like trying the fresh produce and trying the fresh cuts of meat like the food overseas I'm sorry I I I love America or whatever but like the food overseas is so much fresher and better. It just is what it is. We have weird food here. And if you're staying at a hostel, they often have kitchens where you can like leave your food in the refrigerator and cook there. So try to cook more. Um, definitely walk everywhere. Get those stirps in. But also like be kind to yourself because at the end of the day, it's like a week or two and it's exciting and you know, you want to experience the whole thing. So be nice to yourself. It's okay if you come back a little bloated. But I definitely think, like, tr ease up on the alcohol. You don't need to get trashed every night. And, uh, you know, employ that whole few bites of this, few sips of that mentality. And wear a lot of sunscreen. People are, like, you know, they don't think about how, like, getting sunburned and, like, all that sun, like, makes you tired. It can run you down. Um... So wear your sunscreen and try to get as much sleep as you can. It's really not, like, crazy. You know, these are all, like, things we know. But just, these are reminders, okay? These are reminders. Last question for now is, what's your most romantic hookup story while traveling? Oh, my most romantic. Um, there are two, I mean, I was a mafia princess without knowing it, but that wasn't very romantic. That was just terrifying. Um, I also had like a Danish DJ situation where this guy like was going to marry. Honestly, there's been a lot of like really crazy shit. Um, I would say my most romantic was probably when I, I was in Athens and I was traveling alone and I was on the roof of my hostel and I was like just about to leave and I was about to go to Santorini and I met this Australian guy it's always an Australian guy am I right ladies am I right um I'm this Australian guy on the roof and he was like super nice we were just chatting and he was like where are you off to next and I was like I'm going to Santorini and he was like oh well that's fun who are you going with and I was like I'm just going alone and he was like no it's such a coupley place and I was like well I don't know what to tell you I'm single and he looked at me and he was like you know what I'm gonna blow off my friends and I'm gonna go with you to Santorini and I was like um what <laughs> he was like I was like is this how I get murdered cool but he was like really cool about it. he was like look I'm supposed to go with my friends to some other island but I think it would be really fun do you want to like just travel together Santorini and like have a cute little honeymoon experience and I was like kinda yeah so he just like followed me to Santorini and we had this like full on I'm telling you it was like we would go on these like sunset cruises where people were like we're on our 50th wedding anniversary or like we just got engaged or like all these you know all these couples who are like madly in love and then people were like oh my god you guys are so cute like how long have you been together and we're like we've known each other for three days I literally do not know his last name 
and we just like would take all these cute pictures of us like kissing all over Santorini and we went full out we were like we're on a honeymoon and it was really cute and I literally never spoke to him again after that like we had the best time we just were like all lovey-dovey going on all these excursions making out everywhere just fully like so cute and then the end of the trip came and we just kind of looked at each other and we were like okay great job and then we never ever spoke again ever it was it was awesome honestly i wish all relationships were like that okay so this was a little mini episode a little q a hope it wasn't boring um but yeah i mean let's keep this ball rolling please like review subscribe do all the things thank you very much and i will see you next week on another episode of Globe Thotting with Chelsea Frank.